Welcome aboard the Ark. You're listening to The 100 Podcast, a show about CW sci-fi series, The 100. I'm Dan, your mountain man, and today I'm joined by my favorite grounder, Olga. Hey everybody, today we'll be discussing Season 3, Episode 15, entitled Perverse Instantiation. It's, this episode is so perverse, it's instantiating things. Allie's crazy up in here. Spoiler warning. Spoilers are perverse, guys. <laughs> All right. So what are we thinking about this episode? Part one of the finale. I can't believe it. Yeah, that we're getting there finally. No, it's so strange. We've done a whole season. Wow. Yeah. It's crazy. More than a season, yeah. technically, on yeah. the podcast. Yeah. Um, well, the first, so we watched for the first time ever. We watched the episode together for the first time, like, as it aired, Mm -hmm. and then immediately watched it a second time, because it's like, what we we need to... Decompress. Basically. Yeah, take notes. Yes, but also just like, all right, now that we know what happened, what to expect, we can actually pay attention to what was being said and how it was being said. Yeah, for sure. And there were a lot of, like, little looks and stuff that I'm really, really glad that we rewatched it. Um, so, but the other big thing, not only did we watch it together, we're recording right after that. So mm-hmm. this is, like, our fresh off the... I was going to say fresh off the boat, but that doesn't really fit anything. It really doesn't. <laughs> um, this is our fresh reactions. That's a show. Yes. <laughs> Not the show we podcast about either. Um, yeah, so, you know, these are our fresh reactions. We don't really have... Um, basically any feedback we have a couple tweets that we're going to throw in that we got while we were watching the show um but basically uh this is olga's senior week she's about to graduate college ah. her laugh's all crazy and changing and stuff oh my god um you know so because of that we weren't really able to we don't have time after today thursday to be recording and stuff so we just went right into we're going to do our thoughts it'll probably be a shorter episode than usual uh and we don't have a lot of feedback and because of graduation next week, we're probably also going to do a thing like this, like a rushed similar. sort of similar thing uh, for the finale. And then we're going to do, like, when we have more time. After I graduate. <laughs> yeah, we're going to do, like, a season three review slash all of your feedback for the finale and everything. And your thoughts on the season overall. Yeah. So, um, so that completely was tangential to what your actual question was, was <laughs> of what did I think. I liked it a lot more on the second viewing, mm-hmm. made a lot more sense yeah. on the second viewing, um, but at the same time, it was just so, it, it was this weird thing of being, like, plot-driven over mm. character-driven. Like, the character-driven moments were the best ones. Yeah. But the plot-driven moments just didn't really work for me too much. I, I don't, it's not, I would even go, I would say action-driven. It's the most, yeah. like, action, it felt like. You know, and so there's some cool things, like, if you're a fan of this stuff, it felt, you know, it felt like a zombie movie almost at points. Yeah. And that was, like, there were some cool, there were definitely cool action, crazy, cool moments. Yes. Um, no de- no denying yeah, that. Definitely on your seat, all that stuff. But, yeah, I do think it's the less, the least, like, emotionally resonant beginning of a finale that I felt like. Yeah. Uh, I haven't rewatched the beginning of... Uh, like the first part of the season one finale in a while, but definitely mm. like the, the big punch about Lexa betraying at the end of season two, that feels like a much more emotional thing. Yeah. Um, but I, I feel like we'll get the emotional punch next week. I'm I'm hopeful of that but, too. You know, that leaves me with, I think I'm, I'm assuming next week I'll like better uh, yes. because I agree with you. Like there are great, 
their ings in this episode, but it's very bump, 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 bump. Yeah. And, like, Clark is kind of not really doing a whole lot. And a lot of what yeah. we're seeing is repetitive with the City of Light stuff. So we had a lot of, like, we know their nitpicks. We know occasionally, especially me, I tend to, like, find the nitpicks yeah. and point them out and that kind of thing. A lot of that being because we do go into detail on the podcast and, like, maybe the average viewer wouldn't nitpick. But yeah. it felt like our nitpicks were, like, more reasonable this week. Yeah. And we'll get to them. It's just, like, a lot of redundancy, a lot of unexplained fill-in-the-blank with your own yeah. thing well, that makes logical sense. It's just the sort of the buildup of the rules of Ali. both, I feel like, aren't always followed but and then but when even when they are it's just like repetitive in some ways and so it's like that's just been building more and more so Mm -hmm. it it does it like sticks it it bothers me more that you cut this up of that build up yeah um but i do think that there's some great stuff here i you mentioned humorously earlier that like murphy was like one of your favorite parts of the episode i know it's funny how great murphy is now so great (laughs) um i feel i can't remember if i mentioned this just in conversation with you or on a podcast of saying it almost feels like they paint the writers painted themselves into a corner with Allie. As far as like the whole idea of threatening to kill somebody else in order to get somebody else to take yeah. the chip. That, that it's like why won't you do that for like literally everything right away? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it's uh, uh, getting, yeah. we're gonna yeah. address it a I little I mean, you more. could even throw that in, like, this is, again, like, a nitpick thing, but, like, where is Amori this episode? Why aren't you once again using Amori to stop Murphy from doing stuff? You know, it's... Like, actually, effectively, <laughs> yeah. as you tried to do... Yeah. And it's just, like, but but at the same time, like, I don't want to see that again. Again, <laughs> yeah. But it just leads to Yeah, this. so... Again, we're not, like, super negative about this. Yeah. We both liked it overall. It was yeah. a fun episode. Yeah, for we, sure. It was a fun episode, but it didn't feel like part one of the finale. It just... the I think part of the problem is that the City of Light thing is so thoroughly taken over from everything else that even though, like, it, it is exciting to see it come to a head and what will happen with that, but I feel like there were so many other factors involved in this season Mm -hmm. that yes, you know, we get little things like the, you have Bellamy has little moments and we have Octavia and there's like a little bit of thing with Pike, Yeah, but it's just like, it it just feels like a lot of the things that I was really excited about are just completely pushed out of the way for city of light. And even, even though I do think city of light ultimately got a lot better. Yeah. I'm super negative about it. I just feel like it's a bummer how much Pike has been thrown to the side. It's a bummer. You know, we'll talk about what happened with Antari, but I felt like she was being set up as a really interesting character. Yeah. Uh, you know, Roan, I feel like, has this, like, it's nice to see him again, then he's just kind of gone, and he never really went anywhere. You know, it, it's a lot of little things like he this. He kind of always played the same character. Like, he played the same person throughout yeah. the entirety of his time on the show. Yeah. You know, like, uh, he's self-serving, but there's this complexity. Uh, he's a little bit, yeah. like... Got that, you know, smart wit about him. And then again, he's self-serving, this, this. It follows the same pattern with him, too. And it's a sad thing because I remember when we had his episode, was it episode two or whatever, that really fleshed him out, right? Mm -hmm. And I was like, this is one of the greatest character introductions they've ever done. He was a bounty hunter. They gave him interesting backstory with how he was banished and everything. He was strong and badass and a really great actor. And he had interesting connections with Clark. You know, like, it was so, so much promise that I do feel like 
a little let down. We don't know. Like, hopefully, I hope that he isn't actually dead and that yeah, there's more I, to come. I don't think, but, I, until, you know, they dragged him away, I think yeah. we'll talk about. But, yeah, until I see, like, a truly dead body, it ain't a dead body. Yeah, for sure. For <laughs> um, that holds true for a lot of shows. Yeah. Um, but it, but my point still holds, even if he's not dead, that, like, I don't feel like they actually did much with him this season. I hate to yeah. say this, and I'm going to reserve my final judgment on that until next week. Yeah. But it feels to me, really, that, like, what the subtitle of this season is, lots of promise. Yeah. I mean, there are, there were a lot of things that I do think panned out interestingly. It's just, you know, I do feel like the first half was building a lot of really great things that were really strong that just ultimately weren't super paid off. They, yeah. And, and that's not even to say, like, I feel like the second half hasn't been bad. No, It's just no. that it, feel, it really feels like an up-season where the sum of it, like, the individual episodes are a lot stronger than the whole. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. that's the thing. Like, we almost exclusively thinking back, I'm like, we enjoyed pretty much every episode. Yeah, yeah. But something is unsettling in me about the season overall, yeah, and sure. that's a little weird. Yeah. And it, it's just, it's kind of unfortunate because I feel like, man, after season two, the expectations were so high. Yeah. And that that's the thing. They haven't, like, in no way have they ruined this. No, no. The, I'm very hopeful for season four that they can learn from maybe some of their mistakes and get back to their season two greatness. And I, and again, I don't even think the season was bad. It's it was not just bad. not as well thought out per, per, or I guess tried too much. It just feels like, like every, so far, season one, two, seasons one, two, and three all have like their own personality yeah, in a way. for sure. And it's just kind of like, I just want it to find its tone. Like, mm. I just want it to find its footing. That's interesting. I don't know that I'd agree with that. I kind of like that every season's a little bit different. I guess that wish that the season wasn't different in a not as good way. Well, the problem <laughs> is it's, in my mind, what I'm saying is it's inconsistency yeah, yeah. and tone and tonal inconsistency may not be exactly the right word for it. Yeah. I wouldn't say that there was tonal issues this season. No, as much the tone of, in terms of theme, it's consistent, yeah. but in my mind, tone and theme are different. Okay. I don't know. It's just, I, I feel like it's more of a, um, pacing issue. That is, oh, the, is the issue. Pacing is the yeah. very much yeah. a big issue. Pacing and, consistency. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, so shall we get into our chronological actually, discussion point? Let's do it. Do oh, it we're getting it. we're going all chronological on you guys this week because that's kind of the only thing we could do because so much happened. Oh yeah. So okay, Bellamy and the gang want to regroup and go back to the Arcadia and all that jazz. Clark is very you know, stubbornly needs to find a Nightblood, doesn't want to go back. Suggests like even potentially just going village to village. Um, so she wanders off. And she has a nice moment where she sort of says sorry to Lexa, the flame. Yeah. I like that. Me that too. Was good. It was like yeah. this soft, personal moment. Yeah. Great. Which, again, we we get we kept getting touches of throughout yeah. the episode, which I really liked. Again, a character moment. Of yeah. Like, we, we had those intimate times, and we... It said it on rewatch. I yeah. realized, like, oh, they're already setting up that we're going to be getting these... Yeah. With From the beginning with Clark and yeah. the flame. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I thought that was really nice, and um, you even you mentioned how it's it's kind of 
we know by the end of the you know by the midpoint of the episode that Jasper is kept throughout mm-hmm. all this. So it's, it's fun rewatching and like I, I had seen some theories and stuff. People have been saying they thought Jasper was gonna be kept, so I was already kind of on the lookout. Mm. Um, and I we had totally missed that last week, so that was you know good good for the people who figured that out. Bravo! Um, Usually Dan's like theory <laughs> master. I think the thing is, I really thought it was gonna be Harper because of the weirdness of. Bellamy being like, oh, the drone must have followed us here. Oh, I agree. And And then it turns out that that actually still makes sense. I guess that's what happened. That's an example of us having to fill in a blank. Um, So, you know, so she wanders off. Um, She gets attacked by one of Allie's minions, which we now know is because of Jasper. Mm -hmm. Um, And she's saved by Roan. And he takes the flame, and there's a really I silly, funny moment this. of him batting a gun away from Clark. Well, it was, like, to show that Clark wasn't actually going to shoot him, yeah. and he knew it. But it was just, like, Clark whipping out this gun, <laughs> pointing at him, and he's just, like, flip, throws it into the woods, and we're just like, Clark. That was just very, very well done comedically. Um, Which isn't something we can say too often yeah. anymore about this show. Yeah, Going sure. back for to Jasper for a second, yeah, the, sure. the thing that is like meaningful in it the reason we brought it up of like mm. why we are we caught it again on rewatch yeah. is because he says like he reaffirms to the group of like let clark go into the woods yeah. like let her have some alone time yeah just she'll get over it. it's like yeah because he knows there's someone going after her yeah, for sure. how did we miss this the first time yeah, that's great um, okay, so Ben Bellamy stops Rowan from going off, and Clark wants to put the flame in, into Antari, which I have to say, I did not see this coming. That was so like, what the fuck for yeah, us. Yeah, that was good. I like that. Um, so he shoot, Bellamy shoots Rowan to make sure he's not kept. <laughs> um, for, I have to be honest, for a second, like, I know he got hurt, but there was a bit of this episode where I was like, maybe Rowan is still the one who's kept, and I was like, I feel like they can... They can fog the alley rules enough. They'd be like, well, if Allie wants him to feel pain, then he would feel pain. Or if he could act like he feels yeah. pain. <laughs> but yeah. uh, I think we're supposed to assume, yes, Rowan is not kept. Uh, I'm going to continue to assume yeah. that because I would really hate if that was yeah, no, false at, advertising. At, at this point, I think we can assume. Yes. But, by the, you know, but at this point, at, at this point in the first walk, I was like, I'm not 100% buying that he's not shit. Yeah. Um, also, he took a very long time to find Clark. <laughs> he's just... not as good a tracker <laughs> bounty hunter as everyone touts him to be. <laughs> Alright, so they return to Har- Ar- Harcadia. 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 <laughs> All because of Harper. We should also point out that we're recording very late at night at this point. <laughs> yeah, the show airs at 9 and we watch it twice. Yeah. So. Um, Alright, so my first big question here of the episode was, how does Clark know that Antari is chipped and that Polis has fallen and all that jazz? Um, we had a tweet from at YBrickmer. I, I think that's how they... Y-B-R-I-K-M-R. Uh, and they said, uh, Raven probably told her about Polis since Raven saw it in the code last week. I, I, I suppose there's a very quick transition between them bringing Roan in to going and talking to Roan. I guess you could say that Raven talked to Clark in that period of time. Uh, it's super confusing. Yeah, and I, I mean, okay, you could make another assumption of, uh, like... Raven told them a while ago that, like, that Allie's next plan was to attack Polis. Right. It's just that Clark says with so much authority, oh, Antares kept... Yeah, we were so distracted by that for 
a bit. Yeah. Quite a bit. Like, throughout uh, several commercial breaks, we're like, where did these people learn this information? Can we figure it out? Yeah. And that, to me, is like, well... Okay, I understand, I guess, why you didn't show Raven explaining it to Clark. Yeah. But, what? like, this is inconsistent. You could, I mean, you literally could have thrown in, Raven told us, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's like, well, our plan was originally just to just, like, give Antari the flame, fine, because she's the last night yeah. blood, fine. Like, even that, a transition yeah. of, we, she's the last night blood, she can... Fine, she hates yeah, us, but she to. needs to yeah. be the one. Well, that's two. Sh- first, we need to rescue her yeah. from Allie, and then give her the flame. Well, the thing that I'm a little even confused about is so when Clark originally said, and when she first met with Roan, said, "Oh, we have to put it into Antari." I don't even know if Clark at that point knew about the chip or not. You know, it had she when she first came up with the plan. Did she know Antari was kipped? And then, or did she not know? And now she's like, well, she's kipped. We still have, now we have to get her out of it. it. It's just, I feel like there's multiple times throughout this episode where people either know too much or don't know enough. And again, it's like we've talked about before. You can sort of reason your way around this if mm-hmm. you really want to, but it it's just, I don't want to be distracted. And these are little things that they can have been yeah, throwing in. Yeah, it's just kind of, editing yeah it's the once over we've brought it up in the past of like how will the viewer understand what you are saying on your final cut does it make sense yeah and i i just feel like it's small nitpicks but when it happens every episode where it's missing like these three lines that are so distracting yeah then it gets really freaking annoying at least to me and i'm sure i'm not the most like obsessed person either you know yeah. like all right so uh so clark tells the captured ron all about ally uh she they want to abduct ontari and disconnect her from ally and then get the flame into her uh, so they're going to use knockout gas uh from out weather to get to her um and then um jasper says uh, which we now know chip mm-hmm. jasper says i thought gaha <laughs> destroyed all the wristbands uh but raven built one last wristband with the material she could find so, you know, super And he Raven. looks uncomfortable about it. <laughs> yep. Um, so then we have Raven, Monty, Harper, and Jasper staying behind to find the back door in the alley again. It, it, there's just, there's some, like, weird repetition here, where it just feels yeah. like you're separate, you just got back, now you're separating again, it's basically the same group, besides now Jasper's staying behind for some reason. I mean, we know why, because he's chipped, but I don't understand but why from why their point Why wouldn't of view. they actually take him? Like, we yeah. don't have a line of him saying, like, I'm more useful here, I can yeah. help with Monty. Because <laughs> at this point, Monty and Jasper aren't really getting along. Yeah. Like, they're kind of transitioned. There's this nice moment between them where I think Monty says something along the lines of, like, glad you're back, or yeah. that, yeah. You know, like, something it's nice just... and neutral-ish yeah. to him, but... I just felt the little... It's just like a lot of this sort of silly, repetitive thing of, like, they're basically separating for the... for the almost the exact same reason... I know it's like things have shifted slightly, but basically we're having a Clark group go after another Nightblood while a Raven group stays behind at the same exact place and again tries to get a backdoor to Alec. (laughs) So it's just like... It really really does feel... Like a weirdly evolved version yeah. of the previous episode. Um, yeah, so the rest of them go off to get Antari. Allie's revealed now as being part of the Arcadia. Like, they're there during the She's goodbyes. She's there, yeah. yeah. So we know somebody's kept. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So Ronan and the gang arrive at Polis. Well, it actually does move directly from Jasper to Allie. Yeah, that's true. So, yet yeah. again, pretty obvious. Yeah, but we're dumb. Mm-hmm. Um, Roan and the gang arrive at Polis. Uh, Roan wants the flame. He says, you know, we can't have a trap without the bait. Um, so Clark is going to come as his prisoner because she's not letting the flame out of her sight because she loves Lexa. Um, so much! <laughs> Clark is the only one uh, with the passphrase, which was another thing that I was like, really? This isn't something that I thought was a thing we know raven knows it right i think it and meant in their group i i guess but i also was just like he said it very loudly in front of everybody to destroy emerson well, right claire is dead i mean maybe she didn't say it very loudly i don't really remember i guess they were all passing they were out all dying i guess but i and they I, were behind the airlock too I, it was just another one of those things where she they were saying it was such authority clark's the only one who knows and i was like really i didn't realize he was the only one who knows. that's that to me is like less of a big deal yeah. than other things because it's like well yeah they were dying they were behind glass in the airlock and that's more easily just again we have to explain it but like that one kind of makes sense you could reason that way more easily um so clark doesn't trust roan but she trusts bellamy and he'll be watching her so you know Balark rejoice. It was, you know, it, it makes sense. They've reconnected all that jazz. They had that nice thing that everybody loved at the beach. Yeah. Um, it was important to have it said that Clark trusts yeah. Bellamy. Yeah. Whatever happens now, it's like, well, we have to let go of their past issues. Yeah. She trusts him again. There we go. Yeah. Like, I, I'm in no way it. saying this is bad. I no. just don't really, right now, get much out of it myself. No. Yeah. I don't get much out of it. But it's kind of like, this is the footing we are on, I can, I'm fine with it. You know, again, next, by the time we get to season four, I will have let go of my Bellamy anger, and we'll be able to move on. I mean, again, we always say this, but like, Clark, in a way, has less reason to distrust Bellamy, but she still does have reason, so for her to be putting that forward in words, it's not a romantic thing explicitly. Yeah, no, I don't think it is. No, no, I know, I'm just saying, like... We're not saying that this is, oh, it's for the shippers. It's like, no, this is just a purely, like, a truly back to them working together as leaders. They trust each other. Yeah, yeah. Great. Uh, Okay, so Jasper and Monty look for the motherboard for Raven. Uh, Raven's going to use one of of Allie's chips to make a portal into the City of Light, whatever that means. Why didn't you try this immediately after... (laughs) Maybe Allie shut you out. Maybe she has been. She just has been having to like maybe. gather parts and things. She or built, they were she hoping. Did, remember that she built a thing or something. So right. Oh yeah. right. Yeah. Um. And they were hoping for Luna and all of that shit. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fine. Um. So Jasper asked a lot of questions, which much like when Amori was asking a lot of questions, this was when I was like, okay, yeah, he's asking too many questions. Uh-huh. Um. He brings up how he's happy for Monty and Harper. Um, which I assume we, he found out from Raven or something. Yep. Um, uh, so Jasper says he's done blaming everyone for Mount Weather and Monty hugs him. That was nice. That was, for a that was really nice. And it, for a second, it made me say, oh, he can't be chipped. He remembers Mount Weather. And this is another <laughs> point where, again, like this was a really nice scene and I liked both the the you know the niceness and then the turn and him stabbing like all that was good yeah but I inst- but again I was just like I don't understand how he remembers this I don't understand why does he remember Maya why is he, he remembers everything he I remembers know. Shay yes. he remembers how he took the thing he remembers he still seems bitter almost yeah you know, like and so I'm like 
He at least remembers being bitter. Yeah, and so in some ways, you know, I really like Creepy Jasper in this episode. Mm-hmm. And there's some really cool... There's a, the fact that we, well, we'll get to in a second, the fact that he took the chip willingly was really powerful. Yes. Um, we'll get to that, and that's great for his arc. But it... You know, you again, you can assume Allie let him remember certain things, or Allie is filling him in on while out, blah, blah, blah. But it, again, just underlines how the hell did Hannah not know her husband's eye color? You know, like, it's just, yeah. it's, again, there's just inconsistencies of weirdness that I just... And I feel like it's, expl- like, the weird pseudo-explanation I have for it is like, oh, the way people fall into the City of Light varies per person. I'm just like, but that's a non-explanation. Yeah, and that's not even something that they've said. No, it's something I've kind of forced myself into, like, I guess that makes sense. But it's really frustrating. Like, later he's listing dead people. Yeah. And it's like, okay, so the pain of their deaths, like, you're sarcastic and everything. Like, the pain of their deaths is gone, but... How many people wouldn't remember them at all? Like, yeah. wouldn't that be your just... Well, it also doesn't even... And the more I think about it, he doesn't even seem like the pain is totally gone. He seems, like, more cynical than ever. Or, you know, like, he seems, like, sort of pissed off and depressed. Like, he seems like he gets snapped, almost. He yeah. Does, like, he doesn't seem the way other people have... I mean, I guess you could say he's similar to when Raven was really done and he was, like, getting into everyone's mind. I mean, yeah, he's manipulating people. And I'm like, okay, so Allie is allowing you enough information to manipulate them? Or has the chip just not taken over that manipulative part of you? I just don't understand why sometimes people remember things and sometimes they don't. Like, someone as powerful and strong as Jaha not remembering his own son? Yeah. That's... That is what I keep comparing everything yeah, to. Yeah, which I guess, I mean, I guess, again, I guess you could say that Allie picks and chooses what people remember the surfer on purpose, but again, then you come back to Hannah, and it doesn't make any sense. So, coming back to Hannah, coming yeah. back to Raven, not, re- like, yes, that's what triggered her realization and everything, yeah. but, like, with Finn, it's just... Well, that's the thing. Okay, so okay, so if Allie can turn the memories back on, and again, I admit maybe we're forgetting certain things because a lot of things have happened at this point. Yes. But if but if Allie can turn the memories back on or let people have them, then when Raven was freaking out, why didn't she just give her back the memory of her first kiss? <laughs> you know, doesn't it's like that- here you go, nothing suspicious here. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there's just weird stuff, um, unless. Unless there's supposed to be, like, a huge conversation between Jasper and Allie happening in his head, where Allie's literally feeding him each individual point by point, and he can actually remember, but he's just telling him each of them. Which, Which I would hate. Yeah, it just seems like, really... that's stupid. Yeah. All right. Frankly. <laughs> Frankly, that's stupid. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I don't... Uh, the, okay, there's another twist, is there's the whole thing was is was the way... That Jasper it was the way that Raven was handled, um, and the way Jaha forgot everything was that all before. That was all before Allie really started taking people over more directly, right? Yeah. So is hive minding. But I felt like I the only person I really got that with was Raven. I, I supposed to think that she's like more directly taking control of everybody. No, because when she was directly taking care of control of Raven, she had like Allie's voice and stuff, didn't she? Yeah. So I don't even know. There's so much that. We had her mannerisms and everything. All right, moving back. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, we we jumped ahead, but this was a big point of confusion for us. I just don't get it. Um, Okay, so Jasper stabs Monty. He's real to be kept. Monty escapes behind a door with Raven. 
Um, Jasper had destroyed Raven's radio, so now they can't let the others know they're going into a trap, which was, you know, that's crazy. We know they're yeah. going into a trap now. That was High a, tension. That was, like, such a great scene. Yeah. That transition from, like, poignantly emotional to, oh, shit, on yeah. edge, to, like, now we're really in stress mode. Yeah. Um, I actually was really worried that uh, Jasper would stab Monty in the back while they were hugging. Mm. And I'm glad they didn't do that. Yeah. Because that would have been a little too tropic. Yeah, like, of yeah. course, you stabbed in the back. Yeah. <laughs> of course, it's his friend. And right as he says, I forgive you, basically. Yeah. Or I'm letting go of my pain. Yeah. It's like, okay, instead, he stabs him directly yeah. in the front. And um, I'm glad it seems like Monty's okay. The one thing, again, that I think really works about this show and that makes this episode work, too, is that I care about everybody. Like, yeah. like aside from, like, maybe one or two people, I really care about everybody. So anytime someone gets shot or stabbed or whatever, I'm like, oh, my God. Why are people getting shot? Yeah. You know? like, how could this happen to my babies? <laughs> and I, like, really like Monty now. Like, I used to, like, sort of like Monty, but be like, he's not really doing much. Yeah. Now they're really giving him a lot. So we went good. on plenty of Monty yeah. rants. Yeah. Now I'm like, bravo. Yeah. You had the sex. You had, you the, had sex. the friendship. Shirtless Great. two episodes in a row. Oh, yeah. Oh, baby. Yeah, yeah. But again, it comes back to, like... They're giving the guy, the, like, the Asian man who is not typically a sexualized mm. person in media. Yeah. They're giving him shirtless scenes. They're giving yeah. him a relationship, all sure. that. So it's, it's like, great. reinforcing that. Yeah. Anyway. Hopefully they don't kill Harper right after. Yeah. Or Monty. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So, we, you, like, really, really liked all the stuff with the window. Oh, the and foggy the, window. Yeah. That was, like, so horror. Yeah, that was like, great. This 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 jasper's finger like slowly gliding down the glass i was like <laughs> that was really great um all right so rome brings clark into the heart of polis bellamy and the others get in position um miller and brian talk about their hopes for the future a house on the lake <laughs> corn chickens growing old um, so now the thing that we hadn't really noticed when our first watch, partially because I was t- live tweeting and stuff. And we were very distracted. Like, don't talk about your future. Yeah. That's terrible. Yeah, That's we a bad like, omen. They're so dead. So, so much <laughs> death. Please don't kill them. Um, but there was a really nice moment here where, so Bellamy looks over Octavia while this is happening. Yeah. And, and uh, he, he, I liked that he he initiates the look because he he thought of it. Yeah. That was really nice. That's re- really subtle, good character stuff of him looking at Octavia. Octavia's really hurt hearing them talk about yeah. their future. She won't get that. Great acting. We don't compliment Octavia enough. No, Octavia's we really great. don't. Uh, Marie um, Evangelopoulos, I believe. Evergopoulos. Uh, I don't know. I, I have trouble with Greek last names. I'm great with speaking. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, it's what was the word you use? Like she's almost. not flinching grimacing grimacing yeah yeah, it's just and cringing that's it like we compliment her performance when it's like this big powerful emotional thing like when she's screaming or crying or something like that but this was a quiet moment yeah and in her distant stare and kind of like small eye flick over to bellamy and his like acknowledgement of her look and then kind of looking away yeah with miller and brian in the background it was just such a well composited few seconds and i do have to say i feel like the transformation that they gave octavia is 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 up there with murphy as far as just like the biggest turnaround yeah you know octavia was really not a fun character at the beginning of the show (laughs) no so yeah definitely not and again we've kind of been like does it make sense month wise (laughs) who cares she's great now i agree um okay so bellamy wants to use non-lethal force 
Uh, the only thing they're here to kill is Allie. This is good. There's little hints of his character growth or whatever mm-hmm. here. Um, Jaha and the soldiers come to get Roan. Um, okay, so now there's like another weird little point here where Octavia and Bellamy seem like weirdly overly surprised that Jaha showed yeah. up. Um, especially she like, I mean, I guess you could, again, you could argue Octavia was distracted with Lincoln and things and didn't know Pike, uh, Jaha was handing out the chips, but she, it just, it seems weird. What, the fact that Clark knows all this stuff, but Octavia, but, uh, Octavia doesn't even know that like, yeah. Jaha's in charge here. Well, my reasoning for why Bellamy was confused yeah. It's like, it's Jaha? Like, one of those kind of yeah. exclamations was like, they were expecting Antari to come out I just and don't directly know. take the chip. I just don't know why they would automatically expect that. Well, probably because they'd be like, oh, it's still Allie no matter what. Yeah. Like, who cares? Everyone's controlled by Allie, and Antari would probably want the chip directly for herself. Yeah. So I feel like I can explain why Bellamy was confused. Yeah, it was just weird that... It was not a great plan. Octavia just straight up was like, what is he doing here? Yeah. I was just like, that was weird. Yeah, like, Uh. well, he's like Allie's right-hand man. (laughs) feel like you knew this. He's like pretty much in charge. Like, if you knew that Antari was chipped, you should know that Jaha is gonna be there too. It's just weird what people know. Yeah. Um, um, so Roan tries to protect the flame from Jaha. Bellamy and the gang are ambushed. Jaha needs Clark because she's the only one who knows the passcode. Uh, the so, activation phrase. Yeah, whatever you want to say. I don't know. Kane, Is there an official way of describing it? The passcode. Okay. You will give me the passcode. Uh, Kane shoots Roan because they don't need him. Uh, so Roan and Clark are taken in separate places. We've already talked. I, I really do hope that there's more of Roan to come. It yeah. would be really sad if that was the end of Roan. It was a really interesting like shot transition of like jaha saying we know you're on the same side mm. it's a ruse yeah and then roan going from having his knife at clark's throat to being like run and kind of trying to pull her along yeah and then the camera does this weird like dip below roan's like yeah to like reveal arm Kane. and then there's kane just like i like that yeah. in a hero pose yeah. that's the thing like when you're shooting from below yeah. it's like that's a position of power and yeah. it's a respectable person well it's not always a respect it's a power it's a, it's power, a power position p- which doesn't necessarily mean a respectable person it fair could be enough. a villainous too fair enough yeah. but that's the thing because kane is both right now yeah. like kane and of himself is a respectable person but right now he's playing yeah. the antagonistic villain role so i'm like no yeah. but you're our hero i have to say i feel like putting kane and abby in these positions to me feels like a mistake um, Why is that? Because arguably Kane and Abby were already becoming the two most, like, basic characters, quote-unquote. Like, they're just so good. Mm-hmm. And so, like, now they're just kind of on the... They're not even really characters right now. They're just bodies. Yeah. And so... Bodies I, with connections yeah, to other and, characters. And so, if anything, it's, like, making me more distanced from their characters, which, like... Like, I like both of them. Yeah. But they're the, t- like, kind of the two prime people to die, honestly, I feel like. The two people who it's like, the show really wouldn't suffer that much if they died. It would suffer in like, that it's like, oh, you lost these now, like, as of season, beginning of season three. Like, yeah. universally good. Yeah. Pretty much. Universally good people. Like, yeah. they really care about others and forming a union and all of this. Like, that's what they are. And yeah. yes, they have a powerful backstory, but in season three... Prior yeah. to being chipped, that's just kind yeah. of what they represented. So I totally get what you're saying yeah. of like, well, they were universally good. Now they're in this yeah. weird like uh, hostage zombie, zombie yeah. position, and they're not even being able to be like 
And I don't know if this is a performance thing or the writing or what, but they're not even being really given, like, the creep factor that Jasper and Raven were given. I don't know if I agree with that. Really? I feel like Abby has a good amount of creep factor. To me, it just isn't working in the same way, and that might just be that I, I might just not be as, as big a fan of her performance. Okay. Um... I do. I would definitely miss uh, Kane's performance. Yeah, Henry Ian Cusick. I love Henry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would. I would miss his performance. I would miss his character a lot. Yeah. Um, I'd probably miss Abby less as a character, but I think her performance as like being a yeah. zombie, <laughs> yeah, Ali zombie is cool. Like I, I like her. Yeah, I don't. I don't hate her, but I just don't get as much thrill that I got from Raven and Jasper. Yes. I, I do want to say, it is kind of, for a show that was all about, like, these delinquents coming down and everything, and, like, kind of, like, forming their own community and becoming their own leaders, mm-hmm. I'm a little shocked that we're getting to the end of season three and the adults are even alive anymore. Like, isn't that surprising that Abby's even made it this far? Like, I don't... Yeah. At this point, I don't really want Abby to die just because Clark has been losing too many people, but it's surprising that she's even made it this far. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost, and it's also just like, she's the doctor. She has all these skills. It's like, it's almost too easy to save other people yeah. in some ways. Yeah, it's like the Goody Two Shoes character, yeah. and it's weird that that character is capable of survival in this <laughs> yeah. universe. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so Monty seems okay from the stabbing. Thank God. Um, uh, he's worried about Harper being out there with Jasper. Raven has a great line here. She says, she says uh, she's a guard and she's a better shot than you. I love that. Badass as yeah. fuck. <laughs> Hell yeah. Can we also get... I need more Harper, right, Raven interaction in the future. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Considering they're always the only women yeah. around <laughs> since Clark and Octavia yeah. are running about elsewhere. Yeah. Um, Raven thinks uh, she can kill Allie on her own again. Again, another repeti- repetition Again, thing. just because she has to. Yeah. Like, are these different reasons? Yeah. Actually, I'm going to take a little stop there and just, because I was thinking about the Harper-Raven thing. But as much as I think, I, I legitimately do think the gender representation as far as, like, female empowerment and everything is really strong on this show. Mm-hmm. Like, some of the best ever, especially with the number of characters who are strong in different ways and all that stuff. The one place where they really seem to falter is there just aren't enough female friendships yeah. that, like, actually are, str- like, like Octavia, Clark, and Raven are all not really even that friendly. There were there were points where Clark and Raven were getting really close, but they haven't really had anything in Reason a very long time. Reason to be time. together. Yeah. Yeah, just alone. Th- this is the weird thing where I'm trying to just think about the show. Yeah. And would, how many episodes, and I know it's hard because Allie is an AI, not technically a woman, even though she's in the form of a woman, yeah. I don't know how to describe it. But like, <laughs> how many episodes would pass the Bechdel test? Um, that's a good question for people who don't know. The Bechdel test is a a test to see if it feels like I guess the very basic test to see does this movie or TV show or whatever um, feel like it's fitting positive it's gender like representation. Film analysis, yeah. kind of, and thing. the idea is that you have to have. Uh, two women, they have to both speak, and they have to speak to each other, not about a guy. Yeah. Um, it's a good question. I mean, we have Lexa and Clark talking to each other a ton. We right. had, like, Luna and Clark talking. Right, no, I'm not saying yeah. that overall there aren't episodes where that happens. It's a question of how many, and it comes down to female friendships yeah. and that kind of thing. Yeah, the closest we really have is, like, Indra and Octavia, right? Yeah. Yeah, and that they don't see each other that often. No. Yeah. And going back to, like, again, it's kind of like the mother-daughter relationship between Abby and Clark, yeah. or uh, Indra and Octavia. Yeah. 
people are very separated a lot of the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so it's not a criticism of like every episode needs to pass it. It's yeah. just a show where we tout so much of like great representation. Yeah. This is a very like arguably simplistic way of yeah. just figuring out how much in this specific regard. Yeah. There is. Well, then that's and to me in some ways that also shows the failings of the Bechdel test because it's yes. like yes, it might fail some episodes. But that doesn't mean that representation is terrible. Right. You know, I still feel like representation is good. But yes, this is one area they could improve when. Right. For sure. Right. Well, the question, the way I, I'm sorry if I keep bringing this up, but yeah. like, um, the question is so much of like, right, but there doesn't need to be a test like this for male characters. Yeah. Because yeah. that's going to be like kind of unspoken that that's going to succeed yeah. constantly. Yeah. And. And I'm sure that passes in every single episode. Yeah, yeah. That happens in every single episode of The 100. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, so wouldn't it go unspoken that the same should happen as easily between female characters? Yeah, yeah. Like, if you have to force it, then maybe that says something. Yeah. And this isn't just specific to The 100. This is yeah. kind of my feelings about I do always think it. it's funny when there is a show. There is a few shows that I've watched where I felt like it uh, wouldn't pass the reverse Bechdel test because guys are always talking about women, <laughs> which I always find that, uh, you know, funny shows when they have that. Yeah. But, I'm not um, saying that doesn't happen yeah. either. It's nah, I'm just saying. I, yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. It's, it's definitely uh, something for them to work on. Yeah, I'm sorry. I went off on this yeah. tangent, <laughs> but it was just a thing that I was curious yeah. about. Yeah. Uh, it'll be, that could be something if somebody wants to, um, if somebody cares and they want to go through if, for our finale feedback, uh, looking at season three as a whole, if someone wants to go through and see which, which of the episodes actually pass. Feel free. Yeah. If you want to rewatch all of season three, <laughs> we will not be doing that. Yeah. I mean, I feel like if I like stopped and thought about it, I could probably do it just in my head without rewatching. Mm. All right. So Jasper wants to talk, um, to Monty, um, and they say, you know, as long as he's here, he's not looking for Harper. So let's talk to him. Um, Jasper is glad Monty's okay. Nice little touch there. Uh, he, so here's the really great thing. So he took the key because Luna's rig was safe. Shay was nice and made him not think about Maya. There were, it was beautiful there and we destroyed it. Um, you know, so I'm just going to rush through this part real quick. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk the about summary. More. Yeah. So Ali, um, he, you know, Ali can take all the pain away and he goes, I realized the truth. They sent us all down here to see if the ground is survivable. From what I've seen, it's not. This is like a one, two, three punch. Yeah. Really good. Really good. So just like, I didn't see this. I mean, I feel like at some points we saw this coming for his arc. Mm -hmm. Or very early on, we're like, he seems like a good candidate for the City of Light or whatever. Right. But like once he had gotten over that hump and he knew what the City of Light was. No way would he take it. And this was just like perfect. This is just like yeah. so tragic. Yeah, and uh, you know, and I liked that Monty's like, "How could you do this to us?" Because he, you know, for one, he's one the one of the few characters he really did do something to them. Yeah, because he he's he does not just brainwashed. He really truly chose to be brainwashed. Yeah, um, he actually you you brought up of how this was in a way a bigger allegory to suicide. Than even what happened with Raven. With Raven. Yeah, because he straight up was just like, I can't take this anymore. I'm done. I'm done being that person. I can't handle this pain. Yeah. And especially if you think about City of Light is Heaven, which we've always done. Yeah. Um, Yeah, that's uh, pretty powerful. It is. I mean, his arc was to just eventually was to, his arc was to spiral down, slightly come back up, and then just fail. Yeah. And just fall. And uh, I think that that's really powerful. I don't know what they're going to do with him in the end. Some people are 
worried that he's just going to die, and that would be kind of just like a bleh end for him, especially if everybody like hated him by the end of it. Which, if that happened, that I, I want to see how it happens before I go. Right. But, I'm I'm going to hold off making predictions yeah. because we're in such a precarious spot with all the options that could be. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, it's definitely. It was definitely so unfortunate of like you almost understanding yeah like that first part where he's describing why he took it it wasn't because of the torture yeah like taking punches that's nothing yeah i'm just like man this is it's not the physical pain it really is like he's not over it he wasn't distracted enough yeah. he felt destroyed and then and then again we're reminded of the like uh yeah, the brainwashing of trying to spread the city alight yeah. now you can take the pain away but then again the reinforcement of that season one the ground feeling yeah. and betrayal between yeah. from the hundred yeah. to the rest of the Arcadians yeah. or arc. the, the arc. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Current <laughs> lingo. But yeah, to the rest of the arc of being yeah. like, we were abandoned here as test subjects, basically. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I guess I think the more I think, I, I, again, we don't know where this will end up, but as it is in this episode, I think this is the best part of the episode. Oh, I agree. I, and I think that his arc is probably one of the best arcs of the season. And a, a really great thing because Gasper, to me, has always been one of the weaker characters before this season. Mm-hmm. I didn't hate him or anything, but he was, you know, just kind of like the good guy who's kind of cowardly sometimes. And he's a little dorky, you know, he's very... And then he had a sweet romance yeah. plot. And then it was like, ooh, that's really sad. Yeah. What's it going well, to do Well, I remember we saw the finale last year. We're like, holy shit, Gasper can act. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. That was... And last year. I saw yeah. it a few months ago. <laughs> yeah. And that was, you know, that was powerful. Was. And I think he's done a really good job this season and yeah his art kept us guessing yeah like we had a lot of predictions yeah never would i have predicted this and it was surprising and powerful and and i'm continue to be guessing and it is one of the few plots that i feel like make sense all the way through and really actually did totally pay off. Because I remember at the big, in the middle there, I was like, it seems like they kind of squandered all that. Like, he was supposed to be a wrecking ball. He was supposed to be falling into depression. Ugh. What is this evilness he's going to do? And then they really feel like they delivered here. Right here. This yeah. was the payoff yeah. to wrecking ball Jasper. Yeah. 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 Really Absolutely. Good. Um, okay, so Clark is brought to the throne room with Abby. Uh, he's tortured by Abby for the passcode. Why? It's just so pointless. <laughs> it's we knew that eventually Abby was going to torture herself. Why did we have to like it just felt super like it makes no sense for Allie to do this. It's gratuitous for the show and serves no purpose. Yeah. I, I, I mean, it's even silly cuz I mean, yes, before Abby tortures herself, which we actually did predict before Bellamy came into yeah. the fact it was a factor, but even so when when Allie uh, Abby brings up like I told you that she, like, we needed... She basically says to Allie, like, I told you so. We need someone she cares about. Yeah. And so they choose Bellamy. We're like, oh, my God, that was was a little unexpected moment for us because we're like, no, she's supposed to torture herself or do something like that. But, yeah, so it's like, Allie... What? This is... We've seen this. We've seen this pattern so many times in a row. How how have you both learned to do this one thing over and over again so that it's boring but also not learned and, and like yeah it's just it's just a little ridiculous that I, it makes no sense that they wouldn't just immediately jump to attack abby especially it, it's just if they again we had talked in the past with the cane thing we're like why didn't they just immediately do this 
And, you know, we came up with some, some bullshit reasons of, like, oh, maybe they need her or whatever. But, like, you know what? Even if she dies, her brain's still in the City of Light, so they yeah. still have her expertise. And honestly, so, does like, Allie even care if, like, oh, someone needs emergency surgery? It's yeah. like, Allie has so many other minions, does she, and people are in the City of Light, and yeah. she's recruited them. Does she really care about Abby's doctor skills? Yeah. We don't know. It, it It's just this thing of, like, Yes, the gratuitous violence of, like, seeing Clark stabbed with a scalpel. Yeah. It's not that I'm desensitized to it. It's still uncomfortable yeah. to watch. But at the same time, it's just, it is gratuitous. No, like, it's really I, unnecessary. I, I mean, I am desensitized to it in that, like, it's these moments are supposed to be shocking, and I'm just like, we've seen this yeah. now. You know, like, it doesn't do anything anymore. Yeah. And instead, I'm just like, okay, get to the part where you're actually going to torture the real person you're going to torture, because obviously they were going to get there. They obviously weren't just going to torture Clark and she was going to give up the past, you know, so it's like... Right. And it also just wasn't even... It was probably the least visually... Uh, viscerally upsetting of, of the things we've seen. We saw the wrist slitting, we saw the waterboarding, those are much more... We saw more... crucifixion. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it was just... It... And now it's just like, and now she's stabbed between... Yeah, yeah. like, yes, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> but... And, and then, okay, the other thing was that it brought up the big question of, I still don't understand why Raven was the only one who could fight Allie. Yeah. You know, that Abby's literally cutting into her daughter. And, and, and um, Clark is, like, screaming, like, Mom, I know this isn't you. It's like, yeah. this is triggering nothing in Abby. Like, yeah. not a single part of her it's very wants strange to fight. To After everything she's been through, why is... Raven, the only one who... Yeah. And I, I don't feel like, like, Raven's great, but she's not that much stronger than Abby. Abby is a very smart, intelligent, strong person. Yeah. So I, I just... Okay, so so some people, their defense to this will be that when Allie, when Raven was able to fight back, that was when Allie was weaker. Now she has way more people in the City of Light and she's stronger. Okay. That is a somewhat legitimate... That's Excuse. legitimate, but again, we have no reason from the show to understand. And that. I, I mean, we we do know that there. Are, they have said like a while ago. They said the more people I have, the stronger I'll become, or whatever. Oh, okay. But they but they don't really like. They haven't emphasized that even remotely in any way lately. And no no one is asked. Like we never had anyone be like, "Well, how Raven could fight it? Why can't?" They? Like, well, that's what I mean. Yeah. Like, yes. What does being stronger for Ali yeah. mean? Yeah, because... What does it mean? Because, to me, when they said it in the show that she'd be stronger, they said she'll have more minds in the City of Light to work on this problem. That, to me, didn't mean, oh, she'll have more control over everybody. Which clearly, I guess I should have realized, yeah. is what that means. I, I guess, but it just... it To me, like, it reminds me of, like, um... The more I think, I think about, like, Jessica Jones, mm -hmm. and so without going to real spoilers, the villain of Jessica Jones has certain abilities, and then near the end of the season, things happen, he does things to himself so that his powers are magnified. Yeah. And, like, that's very clear. Yeah. That his powers are now magnified and the rules have changed. Yes. I do not feel like this is clear. I do, we do not yeah. fundamentally have a rule book for Allie, yeah. other than she tortures and then she threatens. <laughs> yeah. That is that is part of the rule book. All right, so they go, they're going to go get Bellamy. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> um, Octavia is upset that Bellamy is being taken. Um, so... And he kind of quiets her down yeah. again. It's I, like, it's okay. I did like this. I mean, yeah. like, as much as I don't want Octavia to immediately, you know, forgive Bellamy or whatever. This isn't for... Yeah. Like, one she, can be without the other. Yeah, you can, you can love without forgiving. Yes. Um, so Murphy comes to the rescue, Indra and Pike shoot everybody. Oh, I loved this yeah. part so much. The lighting is really, really great here. Really nice. So, again, I feel like it evoked, like, 
a horror movie, maybe yeah. not horror, but like a thriller yeah. sequence of like the light is weird and it's coming all these different directions and it's ghostly and it's haunting and it's dark and weird faces are illuminated yeah. and flashbangs, like all of that. Yeah. Really cool. Yeah. Um, Pike asked Bellamy if he's okay and Bellamy looks like he's seen a ghost. <laughs> I thought that was a nice little moment. Uh, and then we have a nice little moment with Miller and uh, Murphy, which I think is cool. Uh, it kind of harkens back that they did have a bit of a connection back in the day. Well, is... Miller was one of Murphy's goons. Is that true? I'm getting... Con- I'm blanking. I know he was one of Bellamy's goons. He, I feel like he only turned into Bellamy's goon after Murphy was hmm, exiled. I, I'd like to rewalk, look for uh, Miller more in the season one stuff mm. uh, at some point. He was one of those guys that was like, he'll die soon. Yeah. <laughs> Octavia is upset. Indra is with Pike. Uh, they, you know, they reinforce, you know, the only way out is with everybody we can get. But then Octavia tells Indra that Pike killed Lincoln, uh, but Bell reinforces that they need Pike. Yeah. So, well, why don't we wait on that until the the heart of that plot line? Yes. Yeah. But it's, I'll just say, like, Indra did look shocked. Yeah. Of, like, she did feel this hatred for Pike. We saw her starting to give him the cuts. Yeah. And going through her own thing of accepting, like, we need him. And maybe in my mind, it might be like projecting, but in her, she might even be like questioning now, like, if I had this information, would I have stopped? Yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like like that that, she, between this scene and then the later one, I feel like Indra goes through Mm. her own reconciliation thought process. There's a lot in the subtext in this episode, and there's a lot in the, the actors do a lot for the subtext, I feel like. Yes. There's a lot of looks, there's a lot of thoughts um performance and, yeah just really nice performance yeah um so bellamy wants to go after clark murphy has a great line about clark's always in trouble uh <laughs> that, that was great clark's in trouble clark's always in <laughs> <Yeah>. trouble <laughs> um and we had you pointed out an interesting thing another one of the nice looks is murphy looks over at pike about whether they should go help bellamy you know sort of an interesting dynamic yeah forming there. like he says i only do this to survive yeah it's like Clearly, you don't, Murphy. It's interesting. <laughs> uh, it's interesting that in some ways, uh, Murphy kind of replaced Jaha with Pike. You think about yeah. that? That he's like ha- he needed like a leader father figure type thing that's like with a strained relationship that he can snark at. Yep. And well, I'm sure he could snark at a cactus <laughs> and succeed. But yeah, I just think that's a little interesting. Yeah, um, I liked it. It was definitely yeah. like you went from really hating him to maybe so, hating him a little less to now yeah. still looking to him for direction. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> um, Pike gives Bellamy a gun and they go to do their stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Pike takes out two guys at the elevator. Uh, Bellamy's upset because they're being controlled, that we can save them. That was a great moment. Yeah, that he's um, l- telling the guy who he followed, who he called leader and yeah. commander. Yeah. Not commander, uh, chancellor. Chancellor, yeah. Chancellor. Um, he's saying, like, no, don't kill them. Yeah. Doesn't matter that they're grounders. You know, like, it, yeah. it shows the change in Bellamy. Yeah. And it continues to reinforce. He's like, we're here to defeat Allie. Yeah. Not anyone else. And then his own journey This with does remind me of the email we got last week that was basically like, I don't care if they're rushing his redemption because it feels like they're just now writing him in character. Yeah. And it's like, I kind of got that this week. Me Because I was kind of like, yeah, I like seeing this Bellamy. Does it make sense? Not really. Whatever. This actually <laughs> really, this really reminded me of Bellamy infiltrating Mount Weather. Yeah, yeah. And like, 
it's very different circumstances, yeah. clearly, because he's not a spy, yeah. like, pretending to blend in. But, but still, it's kind of the same thing of, like, he feels guilt, but no. he has a mission. Yeah. And... How did you feel... I was thinking, when, just, I couldn't help but compare this to the season two penultimate episode. Of course. And it, it does feel interesting that, I don't know if it's a budget thing or what, but this is a much, in a lot of ways, smaller scale thing going on this yeah. year. I mean, it, it, in some ways it's a big, and you know, in some ways the plot is like a bigger scale because Ally is taking over everybody and everything. Mm-hmm. But this is all taking place, you know, within Polis, with like all of our people, when it feels like there's a lot less of them, there's no like big, there's not armies fighting each other for the first time in a finale. Yeah. Um, Which is in a way refreshing. It, it is, but it also, it, I don't know, it felt a little bit like we had like wars and multiple fronts last year and I really liked, I kind of liked that. But did we like, actually see it? But that doesn't really matter to me. It's no, still, no, no, like, I know, but like, that's where I'm like, yeah. it's not really a budget issue because we didn't see yeah, it last time that's either. that's true, yeah. So we're not seeing it now, and we didn't see it then. We just knew it was happening. I don't know. Like, in a way, they're still fighting an army. It's just, like, they can't fight the soldiers. They have to go straight for the general. Yeah. It's interesting. It's not, like, as a problem. It was just something I was thinking about, that it does feel, like, a little bit smaller scale in some ways. It does, but the stakes are bigger. Yeah. Eh. Um, I get what you're saying. Yeah. So, Bellamy and Murphy take the elevator. Um, The most dramatic (laughs) elevator ride. (laughs) Uh, the others stay behind to blow up the tunnel. Octavia doesn't want to leave Pike. Um, so Bellamy asks Murphy why he's here. Um, Murphy says, you're not the only one here trying to save somebody you care about. But first he says, I'm just trying to survive. And then he kind of does a Murphy, like, eye roll kind of thing. Like, and gives that line. I'm like, there we go. That was nice. That's the Murphy now we love. They're very similar characters now. They really are. I mean, (laughs) weren't they kind of always? Yeah. Well, it was, Murphy was like the extreme version in some ways, and now it's almost the reverse. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Weird. Um, I, but I I love, I love Murphy now. For Um, real. Indra tries to talk to Octavia, talk Octavia out of attacking Pike. Um, she goes, you know, the dead can't help us. And Octavia says, he was my home. Indra says, your home is here. And points to her, to Octavia's heart. So I I liked this. I thought it was nice. You know, again, it it does feel like in some ways a little bit rushed, but I like these moments. And yeah, you know, we'll see where it goes in the finale finale. Yeah. I mean, at this point, Pike has been shot. Yeah. Right? Well, not yet in the episode. Oh, not yet in but the in, episode. But in, in a second, yeah. Okay. For yeah. some... I'm sorry, I mixed it up. I thought yeah. that at the time of this conversation, he was already going in a circle, still bleeding. And, no, no, Okay. But he does that. It, it's definitely like, I don't want Octavia to forgive Pike. Yeah, me either. I don't want that to happen. Eventually, I want her to truly forgive Bellamy. That's fine. But I don't want her to forgive Pike. And I feel like this is... Just letting him live... Is like the redemption, you know, mm-hmm. just letting him fulfill a purpose yeah. is a big enough like redemption arc well, for him as I, much as I would accept. I'm interested in, well, first, first, read, quickly read the tweet. With okay. That. Yeah. So this is from at hold it down forever with a number four. Mm-hmm. Uh, any thoughts on what will happen to Pike? So it's interesting because part of me 
was ex- and I kind of still am expecting that maybe once the dust is settled with Allie and everything, that we'll get a scene very similar to the end of last year where Cage was escaping and Lincoln finally got his revenge and took mm-hmm. him down. I, for a while, I was like, you know, once this dust is settled, Pike is going to try to escape or whatever because he knows that, like, everybody hates him mm-hmm. and Octavia will finally get her revenge. But in some ways, especially with this scene, I'm like, like, is that really satisfying? It's kind of like a dark turn for Octavia in a way. And like... I see more of like, a Clark Emerson potential thing. Of like, may you live forever. Like Yeah. A, a, yeah. Of like, you were wrong. Like, yeah. I see them, hopefully, like, defeating Allie, all the count, you know, yeah. tree crew, sky crew, everybody, they unite. Asgeta, everyone unites. And, and then there's Pike, who is so wrong about the grounders. Yeah. And he's not going to be chancellor, and he's not going to be in control, and he's not going to be given a position of power, yeah. and he won't belong anywhere the way Octavia feels now, yeah. not belonging without Lincoln. Yeah. So for Octavia, hopefully she'll find solace and comfort of having her home within herself yeah. as her own person, and potentially with her relationships to who is left. Hopefully she'll have people left. But maybe it would be satisfying of, like, Pike being in a way like a more successful at like less evil emerson yeah he fits in nowhere he will not find that home he was so wrong yeah that's it that's actually i would prefer that uh i don't know that i believe that you're right that everybody will have kumbaya we're gonna get together i think it's gonna be a darker end than that i still i still feel i still feel like most of the grinders are gonna be dead by the end of this sure but i agree that i think that the most to me the most satisfying thing would be that pike got um What's the word? Expung, you know, exiled, exiled. exiled. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was just trying to figure out a way in which he would be exiled. Because yeah. yeah. I am, and I don't know, like, how this happened exactly, or if I'm, like, overly nice to Pike, but I don't, like, hate him anymore. I, like, I, 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 yeah. I, like, I think that he, I think he's a good character, mm-hmm. and I don't, like, like him and want good things for him. Right. But I'm not, like yearning for his come up and like you know for his punishment yeah and i don't feel like hit especially i don't want that from octavia because i don't think that would be good for octavia either i want her to find so, this home and find peace yeah. and kind of what jasper saying yes he was chipped or is chipped but like i don't blame anyone it's like it's fine for octavia to blame him yeah that's understandable yeah but at the same time like I want her to move beyond acting yeah. out as just this rage-filled person. Yeah. I also want to throw in, we had talked a few weeks back, this is a little bit off topic, we had talked a few weeks back about do we think City of Light will make it into next season? At this point, I think that would be a huge mistake. I think we really are coming to the head with this yeah. and that it's time to end it. Yeah, um, I'd be disappointed. Unless there's, a, unless there's some sort of huge shift within the story but i just don't I, i'm done with ally to be honest Look, this is what i think i think i'm gonna, done with ally but the consequences of city of light yeah. i'm fine with seeing that. i mean of course there are gonna be yeah. consequences but if there's like physical consequences yeah. like there is another nuke it's gonna get yeah. i don't know i have no idea yeah. but i want i i want ally as a villain yeah to be done with the next episode yeah I'm also not even against City of Light itself. Existing. Yeah, I don't want the yeah. people in yeah. and out of the City yeah. of Light anymore. Oh, you, oh, really? I'm I'm okay with City of Light existing. Oh, I, you I, are. Yeah, oh, I get, I just don't want Allie anymore. I just you know I don't want that big bad to continue, and I want a new character. I mean, I feel like I want there to be a choice 
like a choice left for people of like yeah. continue living without a pain and maybe the realization of them not being the person they are. Yeah. But it comes down to Allie being gone basically. You yeah. know, the other thing that's interesting about city of light, if it stayed around is you have this weird new, like prison almost. Yeah. That you can be like, well, Pike's too dangerous to let it live here, but we can put his consciousness in the city of light. Whoa, <laughs> like, what if he accepts a chip? Yeah. I would be surprised, but, you know, we never Again, know. as punishment. Yeah. Like, self-punishment. I'm not gonna... He seems self-sacrificing enough, so yeah. that's also an option of yeah. a thing that can happen. I just don't think that would be satisfying either. I mean, I, I don't want. I don't want his... I don't really want his end on his terms. As much as I don't want necessarily want him to, like, die, I don't want him yeah. to end on his terms. I can understand yeah. that. All right. Moving on. Mm-hmm. So, Kane shoots Pike and Brian... Uh, <laughs> Indra knocks him out. Please don't kill Brian. I don't want him to die either. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he has plans to raise chickens and corn. Yes, chicken corn. Yep. Um, people, uh, uh, people try to break into the elevator. Murphy shock lashes them out. That was intense. Yeah, we're getting the crazy zombie territory now. Mm-hmm. Um, Balmy is forced into killing a guy in order to save Murphy. It's a big moment. Yeah, um, he said he wasn't gonna. They're innocent, but he no. made a choice. Yeah, I can't help but think about Divergent at this moment because it's the very similar thing mm. of at the end of Divergent. Uh, I haven't every, seen it. Everybody's so. mind controlled, and you have to kill people that don't mean to harm. You know. Um, so Jasper is naming everyone who died on the ground. He has a speech, "Death by Clark." <laughs> um, really good. I mean, we didn't write all of it down, but it was really funny. I really like the one of like Ninja Star to the face or something yeah, like that. Like, like that, that was, was a, a good, good one. one. <laughs> that was really good. Uh, yeah, I loved his whole speech here. Um, Monty and Raven break into the City of Light. They turn on the computers again. Whoop-de-whoop. Um, and Harper shows up at the door. Monty asks the dumbest question. He's like, uh, have you seen Jasper? Well, he says it a little more <laughs> frantically than that. Uh, I know, but my point is, you immediately go, Jasper is chipped. Why would you say anything other than Jasper is chipped? Frankly, given the fact that Jasper was right behind her, it really wouldn't have mattered what he said because yes. there would have been I'm nothing just saying, she could have done. That bothered me. Just say Jasper is chipped. Yes. Um, Jasper gets her gun. He wants Monty to destroy Raven's machine in exchange for Harper. So now this is where we leave them. Um, I think this was an interesting thing in that he's Monty has now sacrificed his mother twice in order to stop Allie. Yep. Um, one would assume that he cared more about his mother than he cares about Harper, who he, we barely have seen them interact. Um. But their interactions have been meaningful. Yeah. Um, so one would assume that he just let Harper die, but you could also maybe say that now he's, he's gone through too much and he can't go through another thing like that. Yeah. Or Um, the fact is that his mom did betray him in a lot of ways. But we know the machine. up to that time. Yeah. But we know the machine isn't destroyed. Right. Well, so, the question now stands: Will it be? Yeah. They leave it on a cliffhanger of like, what will their choice be? I mean, the symmetry of Maya dying because of—that's uh, the more interesting. Yeah, thing Maya here. dying because of Monty and Harper dying because of Jasper is powerful, and I like that they're bringing it up. Mm-hmm. I really don't want Harper to die. I don't either. I really hope that doesn't happen. It would just, that would feel like really sort of throwing away a a character, you know, because because she has been around a long time and 
she was for multiple episodes getting more and more and then it's just like oh we're just gonna sort of unceremoniously have have her have a sex scene and then we're gonna kill her i I guess really for sex part 17 and monty as much as i like that they're giving him more if his if his more is his mom dying and then his girlfriend die it feels like a lot yeah well it could be i i feel like this isn't an, a thing that I feel confident hoping for. Yeah. Like, and then Jasper overcomes Allie's controls. Like, because mm. no, he willingly gave into that in a different context than Raven did, um, because he knew what it meant yeah. and he still chose it. But whatever. The thing is that ultimately in Mount Weather, Monty made the choice, even knowing that he would hurt Maya. Yeah. And Jasper, he made that choice, and he he helped kill. Yeah, for the Monty. for his idea of the greater good. Yes, and now yes. Jasper. And now Jasper has, has an idea of the greater good, yeah. and he's in a similar position where it it's in his hands to kill yeah. the person that Monty, the girl Monty, cares about. I mean, the flip the the only big difference though is that like it, it's in for the greater good that he threatens Harper, but. If Monty really isn't going to do anything, then killing Harper doesn't do anything. <laughs> so, yeah. but but uh, you know what might happen actually? Mm-hmm. Monty might kill Jasper. That's my prediction. That, is that Monty. Kills that's Jasper. honestly the most likely. Yeah, that seems thing likely. And I think I'd prefer that to Harper dying. I think I would too. I would be sad to lose Devin Boswick. Oh, but I'm, I'm. I hope that I'm saying people's names is right. St- I don't think I feel bad. I, don't know. I feel like it's Bostick. I'm so sorry that I'm bad at this stuff. I'm going to look. She's this looking up. it up. But okay. But that is what Bostick. I think. Bostick. Okay. Yeah. Everybody probably thinks we're terrible. We can't pronounce anyone's names. Um, Just Dan. Yeah. <laughs> well, you couldn't pronounce. Shush. Okay. <laughs> Um, don't remind them. <laughs> All right. So Abby hangs herself to get uh, Clark's passcode. Again, this is just like, you took too long to do this. I don't really care. It, um, w- it was just a thing of like, Ellie's not killing me. Yeah. You're killing me, Clark. It's like, I feel like I've heard this line already. Yeah, you certainly have. At least in it, tone yeah, or it, it in just, messaging. It just, you're supposed to be building something, and instead it feels like you're just retreading old ground. Yeah, but yeah. the thing here is that Clark just says, I'm sorry, and like cries yeah. while her mom hangs there, which is like... Yeah. Man, this should have been more poignant. Yeah. But I've seen it already. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Indra is caught in an explosion trying to protect Kane as the others scale the elevator. Well, she throws herself. Yeah. So, what do you think happens here? Do you think both of them are dead? Do you think neither of them are dead? Neither. Yeah, I, I'm kind of... It reminds me of when Kane and Abby were trapped from the missile. Oh, yeah. And I'm like... In the rubble. I could also see, which would be really tragic and awful, um, them both surviving, but Kane is still chipped and kills Indra, <laughs> which would be... Uh, that freaking suck. Yeah. I really, again, I, the problem is I love everybody. I don't want anybody to die. Right. Um, it was a great moment for her to protect Kane. Yeah. Their friendship yeah. is great, which we saw in the yeah. in the premiere of season three of, and like, the, Kane, my friend. And I hope that uh, Pike is taking note. Yeah. Here. This is actually, like, yeah. she shields him from the first explosion that yeah. they used to collapse the tunnel. Mm. And then she, like, checks on him in this explosion to make sure he's still unconscious so he won't get caught. And then he calls out, and she's like, well, shit, now I gotta do... And she chooses to do that again and risk her life for him. If one of the two of them is dead, or... I prefer if it was Kane. 
Yeah, I think I prefer Kane too. I love Kane, but I just feel like she has more to do. She has more to do and more interesting story left, yeah. I feel. Yeah. Um, I don't want him to die without, like, lines or something, like, like yeah. dialogue list. Yeah, that would be awful. Yeah. Aw- awful. awful. <laughs> Not awesome. Awful. Awful. All right. <laughs> so, yes, that happens. Then Murphy and Baomi gas their way into the throne room. <laughs> oh, God. Um, Weird. <laughs> unfortunate word choice, Dan. Uh, Jaha, back is on Tari in the head. That like was... a fireplace poker thing, rather, I think. Rather violent. Um, like a golf ball. <laughs> yeah, now it was like Allie being like, well, we can't let them get to her. They're resourceful. Yeah. All right, let's sacrifice that, our... Yeah, that was creepy. I like the creepiness of Antari being like, okie dokie. Let me just get on my knees. <laughs> go for it, Jaha. Like, <laughs> okay, here I go. Oh, boy. Um... A lot happened in a few short minutes. <laughs> Um, so Jaha is shot by Bellamy, Murphy saves Abby. I liked that it was kind of the reverse of what you'd expect. Yeah. You'd expect Murphy to attack Jaha. Who has so much anger towards Jaha. Yeah, so that's cool. And Bellamy Um, caring about Abby and Clark. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they get the flame from Jaha, they realize that Antari is brain dead. I liked because we, the audience, found out she was brain dead from Allie, but then they still had to figure it out, which I thought was good. I always like, I, I know I mentioned this last week, but... And again, it happened several times in this episode of, like, the person who is chipped yeah. goes away, or they die or are killed, yeah. and then we're left with the characters, and Allie is no longer there. <laughs> Great! Yeah. So cool! And it's just this thing of, like, there's another person in this dynamic, yeah. but she's not a person, yeah. and she's removed from this dynamic, and we as a viewer are in a totally different headspace yeah. from the characters, and that's, I think, one of the successes of Allie. Yeah. Or, like, the interesting parts. Yeah. So... How do you feel about Antari being brain dead? So uh, disappointed. Yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised. It, it makes sense that you kind of need to take her off the table. Um, but I just, I, I felt like she was another one. Like Roan had a lot of promise that didn't really go anywhere. And I, I mean, honestly, they kind of, to me, they kind of screwed her up with the whole Murphy rape thing anyway. From that but, point out, we were like, well, this isn't going to be the same. Yeah. What's it going to be next week? And then immediately she accepts a chip, yeah. or almost immediately, and we're like, well, well that wasn't yeah. a concern it, it, anymore. It was good while it lasted, and then rape, and then death, and oh my brain God, damage. Dan. What? You're summaries are upsetting <laughs> i'm not saying that the, i'm just saying I know, until I know. that it's happened so reductive. yeah i'm just saying it was i liked what we had with her for that little brief time yeah and then it, she was set up to be a way more interesting and exciting character than she was given the opportunity to be and the thing is i mean i, I don't know what they're doing with season four but my guess is it's really not as much about the grounder politics so it makes sense that she doesn't really necessarily have a place next season anyway yeah. Um, but I mean, we won't know. Yeah, we'll see. I'm very curious to see how this pays off. If Polis even exists anymore after this, which I'm not confident that it will, mm-hmm. I feel like Arcadians are in charge of it. Yeah, yeah. I guess. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we'll who see. Knows? Um, Unless Ron is alive. Yeah. So without Antari there, there is no plan, and they're trapped in the tower. So that's how we end out with our to be continued. Uh, to me, this was kind of a um, odd cliffhanger. It reminded me a little bit too much of the previous week's cliffhanger, I which agree. is, oh, a Nightblood isn't going to be able to take the flame. What are we going to do now? 
And that's like and seemingly having no options left. Yeah. Cause it's not like I saw Ontario as an option last yeah. week. So now I'm like, no, no, you truly have no options. And I mean, like, yes, they're trapped in the tower and there's something like cool about it again in general. It's like, the, like a nice, like, like a die hard type of thing of being trapped in this tower. Yeah. But, um, we weren't like seeing, like we, I, it was just like a weird way visually to leave us. So, like if they wanted us to feel like, oh my God, they're trapped, what's going to happen? We didn't see like the soldiers coming see, around the corner. That's where it would have been cool having. Yeah. Having that visual of, like, lots of people. Even if it's freaking CGI or something. Of, like, it would be awesome. There were supposed to be thousands of people in Polis. Yeah. If we could get a view of... Everybody Going from, like, it was an aerial shot of, like, the tops of our... Of Murphy, uh, Bellamy's, and Clark's heads over Antari's body with her bleeding out of her head. It would have been cool if from that aerial shot we kind of had a camera, like, swoop across the throne room out the balcony and then do an aerial shot down below of the Mm, tower and see just a bunch of people there. Yeah. Like, Ali is going to control even the people who aren't soldiers, Mm. who are just regular civilians, into attacking. Yeah. I I would want that or, like, because I totally agree that would be cool, but that or, like, a montage of, like, oh, we see, you know, Brian's bleeding out, Pike's bleeding out, people are exploded, you know, like, kind of, like, yeah. summarize Everyone like, is like in a, a disaster You know, like, spot. some sort of yeah. summarize it for, like, yeah. like, 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 Jasper has a gun to Harper, you know, like... Yeah. The it, stakes. Showing yeah. us the stakes for yeah. everybody of, like, this is dire. Yeah. The one thing about, like, the army, I guess, is yeah. that we might see that next week in the City of Light. Yeah. That might make more sense. Yeah. I guess. I just don't but... really know what he did with all the people. It doesn't even seem like there's that many people in the tower. And why, where did everybody go? Because they, all... were, they were even like, where are the thousands of people yeah. that were supposed to be here? Well, like... So maybe that's a reveal that we just don't get yet. Or budget. I don't yeah. know. No, but I don't think... The, they very specifically had nobody Well, in the they streets. called it out. They yeah. definitely called so it that, out. So I think that there's a reason for that. Unless you had people you think, start killing think they, themselves. Yeah, do you think they're all dead? They're all against well, the, the I think it was noticeable how there was nobody on the crucif- crucified when Rowan and Clark yeah. entered the city, too. I mean, we we barely even saw the rest of Arcadia, too. Oh, no, I know, I know. Yeah. There was, like, not too many yeah. people. So, yeah, it could very much be that Allie's starting to be, like, kill yourselves, come here, yeah. you're safer here. How would you feel, so, like, if everybody who she kept was dead by the end of this? If she held everybody hostage. And no, I'm just talking, like, by the end of the finale, if, like, we're only left with, like, our characters, and all the, all the red shirts are gone now. Like, how do you, like, does that... I is, mean, that's more or less what you've been kind of predicting. But I'm talking also, like, I have been saying grounders, but what if Arcadia is gone, too? It's not like we knew those people. I know, but the, it, like it, it would be a very again. You're talking about how every season's a little different. It would be a very different. That show. would be drastically. It would, different. Yeah, it would be like now there's like 15. There's like less than 100 of us again. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Honestly, that might be refreshing. That might be interesting. It might be interesting. And they wouldn't be able to be able to war anymore. No. But that might be okay. It would. It would put them in a place where I'd be like, yeah. What are how are they going to pull this off? And that's kind of exciting. It'd be more like Walking Deady, where it's like our yeah. our team is going around doing stuff. I like how normally we compare the Hundred to Game of Thrones, but yeah. this week we we keep comparing it to basically the Walking Dead and like Fear the Walking Dead. <laughs> what was to the other zombie thing? shows? Oh, zombie, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. well, you forgot like kind of another issue of this finale, of yeah. this final scene, or going yeah. into the finale, is that we don't know for sure 
what Ali's endgame is. Yeah, which is a little surprising. I mean, we know she wants everybody to be kept and everything. She but, wants everybody in the city alight. Yeah, but it, it's felt for a very long time now like he, there's a grander plan than just putting everybody in the city of light. Yeah. And especially... I mean, are we supposed to just assume she wants the flame just because it could have defeat her? Because I've always thought that it was because there was a greater power there that she wanted. I think it's the latter. And so but what we still don't know what that is. They it to the former. Yeah, we still don't know what it is. Which, I mean, it just feels weird to not really know what the stakes are going into yeah. the finale. Um, like if the only, like if really the only purpose of, or good behind Allie, or not good, but yeah. like the only purpose she has is to recruit people into the city of light, then yeah, we've yeah. known that. Yeah, we neglect to mention that she is on the Ark. Yeah, well, that was the main reason why I thought she was just gonna bomb everything. Yeah. So I, I think that could still be a thing. That could still be a but big I, issue. But again, but... I wish they had built that st- those stakes up. Like that again. Again, if you if we finished this episode with her preparing a nuke or yeah. something, that would be a much more powerful. Like, what the fuck's gonna happen? You know, I, it just wasn't high. And I know yeah. it seems ridiculous, but I, I, and we kind of like sometimes praise them and sometimes don't praise them yeah. for their reminders of things. Yeah. But I would have liked a visual, like you yeah. said, the visual montage would have been really good. Yeah. I have to say, funnily enough. I think I've enjoyed talking about this episode more than I enjoyed watching it. <laughs> I mean, it has a lot of... T- this episode brings up a lot of tangential but important yeah. things that we... It's like, this episode, I feel, is one of the most representative yeah. of this season. Yeah, yeah, Even though it wasn't wholly satisfying, that's yeah. still representative yeah. of this season. I, I hope... We, I mean, we were... We've been semi-negative to, to outright negative, I guess. Yeah. Uh, we, there was a lot of stuff we liked. Again, we should have read Jasper. We thought was great. I loved Monty stuff. You know, I think that Indra, was, Octavia. Yeah, all that stuff was good. I think Bellamy, Bellamy Clark. Murphy. Yeah, Murphy. Yeah. Like, we like things. It's just, you know... Yeah. It's harder to dissect the stuff we like, yeah. in a way, because it's like, this is why I liked it. And Moving if, on. And, you know, as we get into, uh, you know, pimping our Twitter and all that stuff, like, if we brought up nitpicks and questions and things, and you're like, you guys are idiots, here's the explanation. Or more politely, <laughs> preferably, than you're idiots. Yeah. You know, Let's point this out. you know, we're we're acting like pretty definitively like the show messed up in places, and we just watched it, like just watched it. Yeah. So if we missed things, then yeah. let us know. Feel free um, to disagree, of course. Yeah. and you know, we're nitpickers. It's who we are. Yeah. Borderline negative Nellies. Yeah. I did want to throw out that you you mentioned Clark as a positive. Clark herself and her acting in her moment with the Kip and all that stuff. Yes, mm-hmm. Clark and the character. And what she was given in this episode, not a great season for Clark. Yeah. And not a great episode for Clark because she really isn't doing much. Uh, and it's unfortunate because she is one of my favorite characters ever. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. like... And it's like she's she's done a lot of emotional processing. Yeah. But, you know, that's... Uh, forgive me, this is just my opinion, but frankly, that's not as memorable to me. Yeah. If there's not a lot of plot to follow it up. It It's just... It's a weird ba- it's a weird dance because we said a few weeks ago like oh we want her to be grieving more yeah but we the, did. Pro- the problem is that there's an in between place where she's both 
kind of grieving, but not grieving enough, and kind of having plot, but not really being smart anymore. She's not being as successful as Successful. It's not that she's yeah, not like, being smart, it's just things are so not working well, out. Well, there are times where she's literally not being... Like, last week with Luna, she yeah, kind of gets dumb. an idiot. Like, yeah. You know, so... Not, like, dumb, dumb, yeah, but, but not great. Just, she's just being kind of a bull and not really thinking things through. Yeah. And I feel like the only, like, the only moment that really stands out to me as, like, a great Clark moment this season was her using the flame on Emerson. Yeah. And That'll stand out in my mind. That and, and what she said, and the, and the, and the two Emerson episodes, actually, are, yeah. her, are probably her two th- best things. I love her stuff with Lexa, but she's not really Clarky. It's, it's not Clark as an individual, which yeah. is fine because you know there's times in other seasons where it's like she's not an individual either. It's yeah. like her with Bellamy or her with Lexa or yeah. whatever. But even so, it's like she's on more independent footing. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just in my mind overall, never having been like the biggest shipper, that Clark is just more interesting to me outside of a relationship with someone. Really? So even think about Lexa? I really loved Lexa. I loved it, but I'm, like, trying to figure out how I felt about it. And I feel like the anticipation part was more interesting to me. I know, like, representation aside. Yeah. Just, like, I'm not 100% sure on how I feel. Again, I only seen every episode a single, you know, like, one time. But I feel like I enjoyed the build-up anticipation of her with Lexa. Or her with Bellamy, sort of, but yeah, more definitively of her with Lexa, then I liked it when they were like really, really, really almost there slash there. Aside from Lexa's death scene. Yeah, I mean, the thing about, the thing to me is, uh, I thought that, to me, the first half, her first half of the season, Clark's first half of the season worked, both because I thought the relationship was dynamic and interesting, and because at that point I was still I was more okay with her taking time to process yeah. and time to sort of. It, it, the problem is that they took the entire season and she didn't really do anything. Yeah. The end. Like, so like, Maybe it, that's so it. like if they got to the first half and she sort of was decompressing, and then she and Lexa had Lexa had survived, and Lexa and her had gone off and done badass things together, mm-hmm. then I think I would have had no issue at all. Right. It's just that like. He went from being guilt-ridden to being, you know... Mournful. Mournful. Grief. Yeah, and it's like... Grief-stricken. It's a tough, again, tough line, because I get, like I said, I I want her to grieve for Lexa. Lexa deserves to be honored. Of course. Um, They loved each other. Like, that is absolutely... And I... I don't want to make it sound like I don't like that that happened. Yeah. I do like that that yeah. happened. I thought it was important to the show, and it was an interesting character it's, point. Yeah. And plot point. It's just probably not her best character it moments. It may not have been yeah. for Clark as an individual. Yeah. Just everything aside, for yeah. Clark as an individual, as interesting. I think you totally yeah. hit the nail on the head of guilt-ridden to grief-stricken. Yeah. Not the most interesting thing to watch. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's just not. It, it's not for even, us. It's not even necessarily that it's not the most interesting to walk. Well, it's the that it's not that we. It. It's well, yeah, but it's also just not what I really, if I actually get down to it, want from Clark, who I yeah. really do think of as a superhero in a way. You know, like. But the like, thing is, they humanize their character yeah. so much. It's like we're kind of asking a lot. Yeah, and we are. We're asking. We, we really we are. are. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're being unreasonable. We really. Yeah. <laughs> we admit it at yeah. least. So you know, it's. It's a hard balance. I just know that something didn't sit right yeah. with the season overall. There were successful episodes. There are so many successful times and scenes mm. and moments and performances. Yeah. Clark, 
Bellamy, Jasper, Monty, everybody. Yeah. Like there I, are. I mean, it is phenomenal and and baffling to me that that the after having seen that pilot for this show, <laughs> that it turned into the show with the cast that I am like the most impressed of. <laughs> like, like you know, super like, you know, like, invested. In. I am so impressed with all these cast members. They're so good, and you know, yeah. I had my, I even, I had some points throughout the season that I had some doubts about Monty, but he is really delivered lately oh absolutely when given the material look he can pull it off like hello um (laughs) yeah honestly i feel like this episode has left a lot in the air yeah and whatever ramblings i've said i'm not confident those are my final thoughts i'm excited for the finale because i think that's going to be the emotional punch that i'm looking for me too i think it's needed and i'm looking forward to it and I'm very interested to see how they set up season four. Yeah. Because I have literally no idea what season four is going to be. We make bullshit predictions, yeah. but who knows? Dan's good at them, but who knows? Yeah. All right. So you brought up pimping. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, okay. If you want to email us for our big uh, season three review slash looking back at the finale and all that stuff, you can email us at the100pod at gmail.com. You can also send a, a voice message there around two minutes. That would be splendid. You can just use your iPhone memo app and send or us a email, all that jazz. Or um, eat laptop. Yeah. Yeah. You can uh, tweet us at the100podcast uh, on Twitter, and, uh, you know, we'll also update you there, but when episodes are coming out and all that jazz, you can uh, check us out on Tumblr at the100podcast.tumblr.com, and all of our old episodes are there, our whole back catalog, if you want to check out our stuff from season one and two and all that stuff. Uh, we're also uh, currently on Google Play Podcast. If you're an Android user, that's one of the better ways to do that. You can also use Sticker. Uh, and we want to thank... Uh, Sabebsa? Sabebsa from Switzerland. Super cool. Uh, for a nice iTunes review uh, this week. And if you want to be read on here, send us a nice little iTunes review. Yes, and all of those... Uh hundreds are one zero zero yeah also if you are international then we only find out once a month that you reviewed us because itunes is weird and doesn't tell us things because um, we're in america which <laughs> is apparently according to itunes like the center of the universe <laughs> all right so you know our plan you know we're gonna do another one of these um quote-unquote shorter episodes yeah we were um, totally wrong uh for the finale and then we can do our feed big feedback thing after that uh, so we'll see you next week. I think our fight is over for the week. I agree. All right. May we meet again. May we meet again. I liked that.